everybody. I'm Mitch Goldich, and welcome to episode 22 of Mitch Eats Food, a podcast where I talk about eating food. Thanks, as always, to those of you who have subscribed in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play, and especially to those of you who've left me a rating and a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. As a reminder, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Just search at Mitch Goldich. Very important because the most important part of the food podcast, of course, is the food pictures. So you can go there, check out pictures from all of these meals, leave me comments, check it all out. Now, I'm very excited because I have a great guest today. It's a good friend of mine from Lehigh. So if you uh, remember all the way back to episode six, which I did at the Goosey Gander, my guest was my friend Smitty. Today's guest is a guy who I think was a little upset to be left out of that one. Certainly, he could have done that. I could have done probably a few of these episodes we've had. It's a guy I have eaten with many, many times. It is my good friend, Greg Patchak. Patches, welcome to Mitch Eats Food. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. I've uh, been uh, waiting on the sidelines, uh, really excited for my turn. Um Smitty was very enthusiastic about his experience with the goose, but uh, you know I've had my fair share of shots. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm excited to be part of this podcast for sure. Um, I think I think the uh, the visit we had was uh, phenomenal. Yeah, it's a good one. I'm excited to talk about this. It is another Philly episode. So this is back-to-back weeks, because in episode 21, last week I went to a Phillies game and did a whole episode on Federal Donuts at Citizens Bank Park. The next weekend I was right back in the city. Now I'm in New York, but from the Philly suburbs, you actually live in Philadelphia, so I was in town for a day, and we went to a place called Woodrow's Sandwich Shop. We're in Philly, had to get some cheesesteaks, and we had some really awesome cheesesteaks that I'm excited to talk all about now, this is a place that I had uh, I had never heard of this until the past this past January. Um, there's this guy Alex Delaney of Bon Appetit, and he did basically my dream day where he ate 16 cheesesteaks in one day in Philly, and had an article and a video that went with it, and the whole thing was a ton of fun and looked really cool. He had this place Woodrow's on South Street ranked third on his whole list, and I think it got a lot of attention from that. Um, it was the first time that I had heard of it, but it sounded like a great description. So, you know, I was in Philly and wanted to go check out Woodrow's patches. Had you been here before or heard of it before this Bon Appetit magazine? Or was that the first time that you heard about this place? So it's not really the first time I visited. Uh, it's been on my list for a while and I heard about it for similar reasons. My fiance, Laura actually sent me the, the Bon Appetit, um, article and I had, had watched the video of this guy eating 16 cheesesteaks and, and that's something that I, that I aspire to be. <laughs> um, but, um, the, the, uh, the description that, that he had of, of the cheesesteak there at Woodrow's just sounded phenomenal. I actually just moved to this new neighborhood in South Philly that's not far away from there. Um, so I'd always been wanting to check it out. So this was just a perfect opportunity to go up there with you and, and, uh, try their cheesesteak together. Yeah. And so I think the, the big appeal and the thing that got a lot of attention is that it's a house made truffle whiz. So I guess I uh, previously had tried not to think about it too much, that when you go get a cheesesteak, most places in Philly, it's not house-made. Uh, I, I don't even, I don't necessarily want to know where it comes from in most cases. I guess some sort of a can. But uh, here I know that they make their own truffle whiz, which just sounded really good. And then the other interesting thing is that it has a cherry pepper mayo, which, um, you know, the thing about most cheesesteaks in Philly or elsewhere, it's very simple. It's bread, it's steak, it's cheese, it's onions. 
And so you see an ingredient like a cherry pepper mayo and think, okay, well, that doesn't really belong there. But if that's the way they make it, then people who listen to this podcast know I like to have something the way it was intended to be served. So I typically I walk into a place and if they've got the house specialty, I want it the way it comes. So uh, we got the cherry pepper mayo and then it has caramelized onions on it. And all of the ingredients, it's a little different. It stands out from a typical cheesesteak. And overall, it was just great. I think uh, all the ingredients, I'm sure we'll go through those one at a time and talk about all of those. Um, But, you know, the whole thing, it was just, it was incredible. You could tell from the first bite to the last bite that it was just a really great cheesesteak. And now, and Patches, you're not even a whiz guy typically, right? But you just felt obligated to get this whiz. And then what'd you think of it? I thought it was phenomenal. I think that the combination of all the flavors together was just spot on, but the whiz itself uh, was really kind of at the core of what made it so good. Um, yeah, which is not really my thing. I mean, I, I, I've grown up outside of Philly, Philly um, and I, I have lived in, in downtown Philly for about four or five years now, and um, I've had my fair share of cheesesteaks, but uh, I've always wanted and, and got it with provolone. And, and you said it yourself, right? You don't really know what to know where the whiz comes from. It, it probably comes from some can somewhere. And it was even mentioned in, in the last podcast that you had, uh, your, your buddy was talking about uh, your visit to Federal Donuts at Citizens Bank Park. You had that that sliced yellow cheese, and you know you're not really sure whether it's a craft single or um, you know whether it's some sort of like fake artificial cheese. But hey, you know that's our cheese, so we're going to own it. I, I've never been a fan of Wiz um, because of that. I I, just, I view it as as this fake artificial cheese, and and why get it when you can get just a real slice of provolone on there? But but the homemade Wiz. I really wanted to try, um, and and they did not disappoint. Yeah, so the flavor of the Wiz was really good. I also just really liked the consistency of it. I think sometimes you get a Wiz and it's too liquidy, too runny. You can always tell because you when you pick up the cheesesteak and sometimes you have to tilt it to eat. And sometimes when the Wiz is too thin, it just like runs out the bottom and the, sometimes the sandwich falls apart because it's wet. And sometimes, you know, they serve here. It's a place where they have a tray and the paper on it. And sometimes you'll just look down and you have this <laughs> plate full of water at the end. And then sometimes on the other end of the spectrum, it's too, uh, you know, globby. You get globs of cheese and it's it's not just that good consistency. This, what I liked was you could just see the consistency throughout the um, – you know, it's it's funny. I took a picture of it from a bird's eye view. Again, another plug for my Instagram to check out this beautiful photo. But um, you see the meat, and it's just it's finely chopped meat. Some of them, a lot of cheesesteaks will have bigger sort of ribbons of steak and and bigger pieces. This was pretty finely chopped. Um, and then the uh, the whiz was sort of poured on the side, and then the consistency. Uh, you know, as you pick it up, it, it mixes all together. And uh, one thing that I love about a great cheesesteak is when you get a bite of each bite has a little of everything, the cheese and the onions and the steak and the bread. And this was just a great consistency of the cheese whiz where it sort of soaked up that uh, the the steak and the onions and it all sort of connected into one uh, gooey thing in the middle, but it didn't fall out. You know, some of it falls out in the of the bottom while you're eating it, but mostly it kept it together. It kept the whole sandwich there and was really good. And then the other interesting thing about uh, the bird's eye view is that cherry pepper mayo, you and I didn't even really see it. Um, I'm assuming that they uh, spread some of it onto the bread, but it's not like there was just um, 
you know, globs of mayo sticking out. You couldn't even really see them. There was just this sort of subtle hint of that spicy flavor throughout the sandwich. And so it's on there, and it was a cool twist on a, a Philly classic, but it wasn't like, uh, you know, overpowering, and you're not eating it thinking, oh, this is weird, this isn't really a cheesesteak, why is there an extra sauce here? So I just thought the whole thing, the consistency of all the sauces, the flavors and everything, just everything went together really well, and to me, that's a big part of it is when every single bite is good. You don't have some bites that are dry, some bites that are wet. It was just, you know, every bite from the first to the last was, was really great the whole way through. Yeah, and, and to go back to the the uh, cherry the cherry pepper mayo, um, I, I do, when I when I was going to order it, I, I did kind of look at it like like it was a little bit peculiar, you know, trying to trying to understand. Well, is that supposed to go on there? Is that is that just an option? Does it come with that? And um, you know, the woman behind the counter just said, "No, you, you have to get it with her. You have to get it the way it comes. Don't yeah. don't take anything off." And uh, I certainly didn't regret that at all. Yeah. Um, and everything, we didn't even, we didn't talk much about the bread. I thought the bread was very good. It had on the outside sort of that hard roll feel because you want to feel like, and again, you don't want the sandwich to be falling apart. Sometimes if the bread is too soft, it'll fall apart. But then the inside was really soft and easy to bite through. It wasn't, sometimes it's really tough and you have to really, really like, you know, rip it out of your teeth to get a good bite out of a hard roll. But this was just sort of that perfect, it, it felt good. It was easy to chew. And really, I mean, everything about the sandwich I thought was just awesome. And, and you know, really, really perfect. We've now named all the ingredients and they were all excellent. That's, that's uh, you know, uh, usually a giveaway for a good sandwich. I, I know you said it's uh, maybe one of, maybe your favorite cheesesteak ever. For me, it's really hard to rate it. And, and again, you know, I've moved away from Philly, so I've had a lot of good cheesesteaks. I've been to Pat's and Gino's or, you know, the two most famous ones. I've been to Jim's and Tony Luke's and Dallas Sandro's is closer to where I grew up. You know, I've had a lot of good ones. It's hard for me to do the power ranking. I'm sort of I'm jealous of Alex and I wish I could go and do that again all in one day. Um, you know, at this point, I get probably two or three real ones in Philly a year, which makes it a little bit tougher to rank. But this definitely, it stands out. It's one I would recommend to people if you're going to Philly and you want to try one. It's a place I would definitely say, you know, put it on your list and give it a shot because it was just just great. I mean, I, you know, I don't know how many different ways I can say it that this, uh, I'm, I'm really glad we, we stumbled upon this place. And it's kind of, we were talking, it's, it feels like a hidden gem because I still don't know how many people know about it. Um, I think I mentioned it was on South Street. It's really, it's how far from Jim's? It's like two blocks from Jim's. And we were there and there was a line all the way around the corner and outside. It was a beautiful afternoon. Everyone's hanging out outside. But the line at Jim's was like, you know, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes. And then we just walked right in. Um, and uh, I don't even know that we waited in line. Some people showed up while we were there and there were people sitting and eating. But I think we walked right up to the counter to make the order. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that it's a well-known cheesesteak place, but but the, the cheesesteak was phenomenal. I, I mean, I said it when I had it. I, I thought it was one of the best I had it. And, and I've been to a lot of good cheesesteak places. So it's, you know, I, I don't know. When you, when you go back and think about it, it's, you know, is that, was that really the best cheesesteak that I had? But I was, I will tell you, I was tempted. Uh, you know, my fiance has been working late this week. And uh, so I've been on, on my own for dinner most nights. And uh, I was really tempted to go for it and get another one to to get another taste uh, to refresh my memory before this call. So <laughs> I think um, you're just looking for excuses. Gotta... If 
yeah, it's we were there three days ago, and if you needed to go again to refresh your memory, I think you're just using that as an excuse. But it sounds like you'll be back. And I know we said the rest of the menu looks good too. Um, so I, I I saw on the front window they had an article. The Philadelphia Magazine does their whole best of series, and I think it won best new sandwich shop in either 2016 or 2017. So it's probably just not as well known because it's so new. But you got to figure that eventually people are going to find out about this place and it's going to be more crowded, especially when you're there uh, three or four nights a week, which sounds like is a, a possibility for you. Hey, well, you know what? It's, I mean, they won me over with a whiz, which which uh, for me is, is is a big thing because I've never been crazy about that. But And then on, on top of it, right, we, we didn't really talk about that much about the caramelized onions. I, I think that they, they really upped it a notch, right? You typically have... Uh, just just the basic fried onions on there, um, and, and then the whiz out of the can. So I mean, this is just uh, they really they really took the time to put, and I think it's probably the, the a cheesesteak that has the most complex flavors in it that I've had. Um, and I mean, you know, a lot of these 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 classic cheesesteak places that, that the tourists flock to their their well-oiled machines and they really crank them out i mean you, you said that they have people lined up around the block um but you know in the grand scheme of things if you're waiting in line for in a line of you know 50 60 people if you get your cheesesteak in 30 minutes that's that's you know record timing right but i i think what's good about woodrose is that they really I said it when we were there on uh, on Saturday, but I mean they really make these things with tender love and care. I mean they 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 make them one at a time. They make sure they have the right proportion of whiz, caramelized onions, and the cherry pepper and mayo, and it just doesn't doesn't disappoint. Yeah, well, I don't want to knock the assembly line. I think there is a reason why people wait in such long lines for that. Um, and, uh, and you know, I can respect a good assembly line cranking out a, a new cheesesteak every 10 seconds. But, yeah, you're right. It, it, was, it felt like we were there at a specialty sandwich shop. And I'm excited for you to go back. Some of the other – I don't even remember. Well, there was like a coffee, barbecue, whatever. Some of the other interesting sandwiches. I'm excited for you to uh, work through those. We're going to have to plug your Instagram feed too so that people can see all the other sandwiches that they have as – as you're going back there. Um, I, uh, I also want to say pretty good size too. And it was just $12, which is, I think pretty reasonable. I, I, uh, I always like to give the price of what I have so that people listening, if they want to go they're they're aware of that. But I thought it was a, a pretty big cheesesteak for 12 bucks. So, um, you know, a great choice and an awesome spot on South street. If you, uh, if anyone out there wants to go to Philly or is from Philly and wants to check it out. So, um, patches sounds like you love the place. Sounds like we're going to be back. And thanks for joining me on the podcast. I think we're going to have to go have, whether it's there or somewhere else, we're going to have to go have another sandwich some other time and, and get you back on to talk about it. Oh, yeah. No, I, I would definitely be excited to do that. And, uh, you know, if it's not Woodrow's, I'll, I'll definitely be going back to check out the the uh, barbecue coffee brisket and, uh, and uh, everything else they have on the menu. So I'll provide a full report. All right, great. We will check back for that. Thanks, Patches, again for joining. Thank you, everybody else, for listening. Now, if you're new, make sure you go back and check out some of my previous episodes. They're all just about 10, 15 minutes. Some of them, a lot of them are solo. A bunch of them have guests, mostly my friends. Those are the ones that tend to run a little bit longer. The last handful of episodes I've done have been really fun, so I would definitely recommend going back and checking those out. 19 and 20 were episodes that I have on meals that I had when I was in Korea for the Winter Olympics, and just an incredible food day, some once-in-a-lifetime places that it was really fun to eat and talk about. 
And then again, if you're from Philly, you can go back and check out just this most recent episode 21 from Federal Donuts. You can subscribe to the podcast pretty much anywhere you get podcasts, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play. Do me a favor and write a rating and a review in iTunes. Tell me what you think. Tell me where I should go next. Let other people know that they should check out the podcast. You can also follow me at Mitch Goldich on Twitter and Instagram. You can search for my Facebook page, Mitch Goldich. There you'll get all of the pictures. You can leave comments there. You can send me an email at MitchEatsFood at gmail.com. Tell all your friends they should check it out too. And thanks. I will be back and talk to you again real soon. (laughs) 